from the Lord. And he gave me that power, and he wants me to tell everyone that you are not to be afraid, you're not to be in confusion, because Jesus has paid the price. And if you feel with the Lord and his power and uh, the Holy Spirit, you're not to fear anything. Podcast Network. I'm Missy Montgomery, and today I am joined over the phone with Glenda Dumas, who is the author of Visions of the Rapture and Unseen Realm. How are you today, Glenda? I'm doing well. I hope you are too. I'm doing fantastic. Uh, and I'm yes, so happy to great. be speaking with you about your book. This is a pretty exciting book. So why don't for our listeners, why don't you go ahead and just kind of tell us what they can expect from your book, Visions of the Rapture and Unseen Realm? Okay. Uh, I'd like to thank Charisma for having me, and I'd like to thank you also for for having me of today. The book Visions of the Rapture and Unseen Ram are full of visions that the Lord has given me about the rapture. I actually saw three visions that I attributed to the rapture, and I'd like to discuss those with people. But on the cover of the book, I'd like to, like to let people know what's on the cover when I saw the first vision of the rapture, I saw the sky swirl as though someone was taking their finger and swirling the, the sky around and around and around. And then I saw a planet. And after I saw the planet, I saw a hand just sitting out in space below the planet and uh, off to the left of the planet. And... Then I saw the hand become a man, just appeared, and the hand became a full-size man who was taller than any mountain or building that's here on the earth, and it really um, caught my attention. But as I was looking at this person, the angel, and I do believe he was an angel, and I believe he was Michael, the angel took a shofar, the Jewish ram's horn that they use in services, and he blew it. And when he blew it, I did not hear it, and I did not go up in the rapture. And people who were around me who did go up in the rapture shrank first, and they left. They took their clothes and everything. Everything was gone. And the thing that Amaze me, I've always seen pictures on TV and in the movies where people are raptured and they leave their clothes here. I did not see that. And I think the reason why I did not see that is because our bodies will be changed, as Paul states. We will be changed immediately, and we will go up with our clothes and everything. When Jesus was here and he was um, taken up, and uh, resurrected, he left his uh, burial clothes, but he left a message in his burial clothes, I do believe, and that's to show that he was uh, resurrected. But we will be taken up with our clothes and everything. That is uh, the main thing that I wanted to talk about, and, and I want to get back to the, the planet that I saw. 
the planet is described on the cover of the book. I, I did my own il- illustration of it. It has north and south masses. I don't know if uh, the masses are land or water because every everything that I saw with the planet was translucent. That means I saw the outline. I did not see land masses, and it, it looked as though one would look in space at a planet or um, uh, someone would look through a telescope and see a planet. But everything was translucent with the planet that I saw. And I've just got the outline as I saw it in the sky. And I kept wondering, why would I see a planet? And it dawned on me, if angels live in heaven, and this angel seemed to come from this planet, was this a picture of heaven as one might look and see it in the sky or see it in out in space? And then I thought, too, if this planet is heaven or if this planet is here and the people are being raptured, this has got to be the place that the people go when they are raptured. So that really got my attention. And um, I also want to state that I saw three very real pictures, uh, visions of the rapture. The second vision of the rapture that I saw was um, I was standing in a building that had glass sidings and glass on the ceiling. And all of a sudden, the the glass ceiling seemed to dissolve. And I looked out, and I saw spaceships, golden spaceships with white spokes. And they were in formation, side by side, and one in front of the other. And um, I know that people seem to think of spaceships and rapture as spirituality, but I'm a Christian. I don't believe in spirituality, and... um, I'm only telling what I saw and uh, explaining the, the visions as I saw them, as I heard them, as I experienced them. And uh, I wanted to, to let people know that the visions that I saw are real and that they came from the Lord. Now, the third vision that I saw of the rapture, and this is one that really confounded me, I was in my kitchen frying an egg, and it was in the afternoon, I believe. Um, It was during the uh, dawn of the day. And what I I, I didn't see anything. I didn't see any um, problem with uh, the world or anything because, and I wasn't afraid. I had my door open, and I heard the shofar blow this time. I heard the shofar blow, and I went to, my door, and I saw people being raptured as starbursts against the sky, the darkened sky. And I said immediately, now this is really kind of profound here, I said immediately, I didn't believe that the rapture would occur on a Monday. Not a date, and I am not dating the rapture. But this is what I said, and I said it in the presence, present tense, that I didn't believe that the rapture would occur on a Monday. And I kept thinking about it.
about that. I said, why am I given a J? I, I had no idea why I was given a J. Now, this vision happened in two, uh, October 2007, and uh, in April of 2009, my daughter came in my bedroom, and she told me she had just had a vision from the Lord, and he said to tell your mom that she's correct about Monday. Now, I don't want to give the people an impression that uh, I'm dating the rapture. I don't want them to date it. I am not dating it. But we all are supposed to be ready. So my message is for everyone to be ready when the rapture comes because we don't know the day or the hour that the rapture will come. But as Christians, as God-fearing people, we're supposed to know when it is near. The Bible explains to us very clearly that we are not in darkness as people who are unbelievers. We are people who are supposed to know the signs and the time, and we're supposed to know when the rapture is near. Another thing that uh, I'd like to talk about is um, the fear that I felt when I saw these visions, I was afraid to tell anyone. And I actually started writing another book because I'm a, I'm a published author. And I kept saying the Lord wouldn't find me worthy to do something like this. I'm not a preacher. I'm not a teacher. I'm not an evangelist. I don't have a big audience for a book like this. Why would I be given this assignment? So I wrote another book, and I tried to get it um, sold. I also tried to get my business going in my home. Um, I had an offer to uh, start a business with someone uh, in another country, but nothing would happen for me until I sat down and accepted the Lord's assignment to me. So I had to get this book out. It's out, and I, I pray that um, people accept it for what it is. It's a message from from the Lord, and uh, it's a message, a, a here and now message for people to take heed and know that the rapture is near. Now, the thing that um, really concerns me about the rapture, uh, preachers don't preach it much in the churches, but it's very clear that something happens with people uh, who are godly and uh, believe in the Lord. They are taken out of the way of uh, any calamity that the Lord deems to come up upon the earth. And, uh, and I do believe that if he saved Noah, if he saved Lot, that he's going to save us. And uh, I've heard that, the, no, the, the word rapture is not in the book. It's not in the Bible. Uh, I'm sorry, it's not in the Bible. But the way that the rapture happens is very much detailed in the Bible. And I've heard one of uh, the evangelists on television saying, no, the word rapture is not in the Bible, but the word harpazo. I believe I'm pronouncing that correctly. I may not, but harpazo is, and it means to snatch out or to take out with force. So I would like for people to believe me when I, I tell you that this is what I saw, and I believe that the angel that I saw was Michael, because Michael has a very strong part in 
end time prophecy. prophecy. And I believe that um, in the book of uh, Second Thessalonians, I believe, uh, Paul talks about a mystery. And that mystery is that uh, we will be taken out of the way uh, before the Antichrist comes on the scene. And the, he states that he who led it lets until he's taken out or his time comes to take him out. Now, I've heard people say that uh, instead of uh, the rapture happening or, or the Holy Spirit uh, being the person that lets, um, uh, who has the Antichrist in check, because the Antichrist is in check right now. He can't do anything. He can't come until he who led it lets him come. And I believe that we as uh, Christians are filled with the Holy Spirit, and I think the Holy Spirit is that power that the Lord bestows upon us that gives us the ability to see, hear, and prophesy, see visions, dream dreams. And when we are taken out, the Holy Spirit goes with us because it lives in us. So I believe that the Holy Spirit is the, the person that led it until he be taken out, and then the Antichrist can come in the, on the scene. Now, there are preachers who are preaching that the person that will let the Antichrist come on the scene, who's holding everything in check so that the Antichrist can't be revealed until his time, is Michael. Now, remember, in the first vision that I saw, I believe that the angel that I saw was Michael because he was so huge, he was so huge. I couldn't believe how big he was. So I believe that that could be a true statement, too, that Michael would be the person who lets until he's, he's the one who lets the Antichrist come on the scene. So the message, I'm sorry, the message that I got from Michael or the angel that I saw was that I could not go up. I did not go up in the rapture. The message that I got was that we are to love and forgive everyone. We cannot hate or hold grudges. We're supposed to love everyone. And I knew exactly why I didn't go up because I was holding in some grief because some uh, family members had uh, hurt my feelings and I was waiting for them to come to me and apologize to me. And um, I wanted them to know that they hurt me and that I wasn't about to forgive them until they apologized. But it wasn't them who had to come and apologize to me. It was me who had to come and apologize to them. So when I did not go up and I, I felt all of this sorrow and this pain, when I did not go up, I had to go to each one of their houses and apologize to them and tell them that I love them and I forgave them and that uh, I wanted everyone to love and uh, forgive each other. That is the message that uh, the angel told me. Most people feel that if they go to, go to church, pay their tithes, and um, be good stewards in the church, that they're going to go up in the rapture. No, that is not what I heard and what I saw.
forgiveness and love are the only things that will let you go up in the rapture. Now, when Jesus left, and I'm going to paraphrase, he left two commandments with us, and that was to love God with all your might, with all your soul, with all with your everything. And then you're to love your neighbor as you love yourself. We don't do that. We don't do either one of those commandments. And on those two commandments hang all the, the commandments, hang all the commandments that the Lord has given us. And we need to go back to those commandments and to love each other and to forgive each other in order to go up in the rapture. Now, the thing that bothered me during the time that I was seeing all of these visions and, and uh, dreams was the fact that Satan materialized. He and his demons materialized for me and my daughter. He did everything that he could do to stop me from getting this book out. And really, I was afraid. At one point, I stopped praying because I was so afraid, and I'm still afraid of what people would say about me and what they think about me. But the Bible says in the last days that scoffers will come and that we're not supposed to be afraid. Fear is of Satan. Confusion is of Satan. So I had to get all of that out of my mind and out of my heart, and uh, I had to deal with it. So I tell uh, the trials, the many trials that my daughter and I have had in the book about uh, the way Satan and his demons came after us to try to stop us. Uh, one that I'd like to tell really briefly, uh, because I, I have these visions that are, are so real and they're so long, uh, visions are um, linear. Some dreams that we have, that most people have, are very uh, sporadic. You may jump from one place to another in one dream. But dreams are very linear, and they, they go along very, very um, skillfully along uh, uh, the path of what you, you, you're looking for and what you're seeing in that vision. One of the visions that I had was of uh, some demons in a, a building that I was in, and uh, they were trying to frighten me. And um, one little, uh, you, the only way I can describe this demon is like a Dracula-like demon. And um, the day before I had this vision, I had prayed to the Lord and asked him to give me power. I wanted to feel his power. I wouldn't suggest that to anybody because I really had um, a fearful vision. This was very fearful for me. And when I saw this demon, I actually ran. I ran towards the door to get away from him. And the Lord stopped me at the door and said, uh, remember, you asked for this power. So I went back to the middle of the room, and the demon and I faced each other. He circled me, and he um, tried to intimidate me. But uh, I stood my ground, and I told him, I'm not afraid of you. And he touched me. He took his right his right hand and touched me with um, on my left hand. And immediately he started smoking. His face started smoking, and uh, his face changed, and he became a frightened little boy. And the message here, and 
I want to make this very clear, that we have power in the Lord. People are looking for power, and they're looking for status, but nothing is better than the power that we get from the Lord. And he gave me that power, and he wants me to tell everyone that you are not to be afraid, you're not to be in confusion, because Jesus has paid the price. And if you feel with the Lord and his power and uh, the Holy Spirit, you're not to fear anything. Now, Glenda, all these visions that you're telling us about that you've seen of the rapture and unseen realm, you spoke about that the third vision that Michael um, gave to you was the most profound. Now, which of these visions that you've been having throughout the years do you think is going to have the most impact on the readers? The one that's the most impactful is the one with the angel Michael coming and blowing the shofar. And not that many people going up. Right now, here today, I'm here to tell you that there are very few people who are rapture ready because most people do not have forgiveness and love in their hearts. And for that reason, you're not going to go up in the rapture. Now, Glenda, now the angel that you thought to believe to be the archangel, um, Michael, what message that he had not only resonated well with you, but do you think is going to be the most important for everyone to know? The most important message is that when he blew that shofar, I did not go up, and many people did not go up. And the reason why we did not go up it's because we did not, ha- not have love and forgiveness in our hearts. We did not have love and forgiveness in our hearts. And that is his message. You've got to have love and forgiveness for everyone, people who misuse you, people who abuse you, people who do mean things to you. You've got to love them and forgive them in order to go up in the rapture because that is the message that Jesus left, to love the Lord your your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And people are not doing that. There's a lot of hate and uh, vengeance and violence in the world today. And, and that is because people do not love and forgive. People want to seek revenge on people. And that is not godly. That is not the message that the Lord has for us. And for our listeners who want to read more about your visions and learn more about the messages from the Archangel Michael, where can they find your pick up your book, Vision of the Rapture and Unseen Realm? You can get it from Balboa Publishing, and you can also get it at Amazon.com and Barnes & Noble. Well, thank you for joining us, Glenda. And again, for our listeners who want to pick up her book, it is Visions of the Rapture and Unseen Realm. This has been Charisma Connection. I'm Missy Montgomery. This has been a production of the Charisma Podcast Network. Steve and Joyce Strang are the founders and owners of CPN. Dr. Steve Green is the executive producer of the Charisma Podcast Network. We intend to honor God with every podcast and remain thankful to our advertisers and supporters who make these podcasts possible.